Welcome back to the Bleach and Bothered podcast. My name is Layla Halbert. I'm your hostess with the mostest. And today I'm joined by none other than Mama Halbert. And she already has an attitude. So. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Oh God! I'm a little. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little nervous because today we are doing my first ever. Well, our first ever recap of The Bachelorette, and not only is it our first recap, we are doing our first recap in the middle of the season. So, (laughs) hopefully, you've been watching, or this episode is not going to make a lot of sense to you. I apologize, but, you know, sometimes you just have to go for it, and I've been wanting to try this for a while, but just hadn't pulled the trigger, and, you know, why not? Why not start in the middle of the season? So, here we are. It doesn't make any difference to me because I never remember anybody's names anyway. I just know the cute guy, the guy with the accent, the guy with the square face. <laughs> yeah. So, less guys, better for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair yeah. point. Um, so, we'll see how this goes. If you guys enjoy it, uh, let us know. We'll keep doing it. If you hate it, we'll never do it again. So please grace us with your feedback um, so that we don't waste our time if this is terrible and you don't like it at all. Um, okay, real quick. I just want to say that um, I have been, well, we have been watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette, all the shows in the franchise basically for like probably over 10 years now so we're pretty invested i'm a fan but i do prefer nine day fiance but okay. i'm just gonna well, go along not, with the show that's not what we're talking about here t- <laughs> she goes yesterday she goes you know what we should do we should recap 90 day fiance i'm like first of all i don't watch the show and second of all there's so many goddamn spinoffs happening at the same time um, that we would have to put out a recap every day to be able to even keep up true so it's a no for me Okay, fair. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I'll just have my own podcast, I guess. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you try. <laughs> well, you won't see it, but you'll probably hear it. Oh, my God. she's <laughs> She's got an attitude. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we are simpletons and peasants, and we don't get to watch the show early like some we bachelorette. Have, we don't have emotional intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> like some people who recap the show do. So it is currently 10.17 p.m. on Tuesday night. We literally just got done watching the show, and we're going to do this recap. Um, so here we go. Uh, what I was going to say before it. you interrupted me was that if you don't listen to any other Bachelor recap podcast, that's really great for us. Um, If you do like I do, and you listen to the same ones that I do, which would be Chatty Broads and Game of Roses for the most part... um, a lot of a lot of I there's a lot of influence going on from those two that I listen to pretty religiously. So um, I hope I'm not. I just wanted to give them both a shout out just in case I say anything that sounds like I'm stealing their ideas or thoughts. Um, I'm not, but I am heavily influenced by them. So just yes, to- but you haven't listened 
to the one that they're going to talk about. No, 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 of course not. Yeah, not for this episode, but I'm just saying in general, like, I don't know, in case you pick up on something that an idea or a thought that you've heard in another podcast, that's very possible. But yeah, we're recording this right after we watch the show. So none of the recaps for this week. Stop. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god she's doing dumb shit and you guys can't see it's for posterity it's for what <laughs> posterity or posterity posterity is the way no posterity like for when you watch this videos back Prostate? in 20 years when i'm dead and you get remembered <laughs> You're going to remember how cool I was. (laughs) Is that the word? (laughs) (laughs) All dead and my TikTok fame and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The count is still going. We're at 3.5 million views, by the way. Yeah, I'm famous, man. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Oh, I'm hot. Okay, so we start out the episode with... It's like, a, so last week, they kind of left us on a cliffhanger of Noah and Bennett's two-on-one date after Bennett gave Noah an extremely condescending, quote-unquote, box of gifts, um, which actually was a little bit triggering because I've had somebody do that same thing to me and my family. Remember? Oh, yes. Um, I remember. I won't go into too much detail because... Um, yeah, yeah, that was very special. It's for the whole family, not just you. <laughs> it was very thought out. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there was there was a an instance. Was that last Christmas? No, the one before. Two Christmases ago, where somebody um, uh, basically showed up with b- same kind of concept as what Bennett did, um, with a gift for each member of my family. Um, some of them seemed like they were genuine and some were extremely condescending. Um, but anyway, uh, so when I saw that happen, I was like, uh, I'm triggered. Okay, great. Uh, (laughs) So that's kind of where we left off last week in the show. Now, fast forward to this week. That's where we're starting off. Taisha is sitting with the guys and she's like, what the fuck is going on? Why is there all this drama? Blah, 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 blah. And... So then she pulls Bennett away to talk first. And all I can think of is this guy is a sociopath. He has he's dead eyes. He literally speaks with zero emotion. And I'm afraid that he is going to murder Tasha. So Well, he can try, but she can probably take him down. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, seriously, though. He's weird. Yeah, he's, he's really weird. Got, he, but I don't know. Like, I have mixed feelings because in one hand, I'm thinking, is he just socially awkward? Because I understand some of the stuff he's trying to say. And I understand, like, okay, I get I get what he was trying to say. Like, when, he's, when she said, oh, you're questioning my integrity. I'm like, uh, I don't think he was questioning her integrity. He had an opinion. And I think he was speaking from watching his the other Noah's behavior in the house. He didn't think he he was the right guy for her, and she took it took that as oh you're questioning my integrity. But on the other hand, he is definitely weird. He well I I I can kind of see what you mean. Uh, looking at it from 
a more objective perspective. Yeah, just because somebody has an opinion on something doesn't mean they're questioning your integrity. But the way he just generally communicates in the conversations we've seen him have with other people and even with Taisha, it seems like he kind of says a lot of words to try to come up with the right combination of words to <laughs> convince the person he's talking to of whatever he wants to convince them of. It's it's all, I mean, and maybe I'm paranoid because of all the fucking toxic people I've had to deal with in my life. Yeah, but, but it, it all seems like this like giant, like he knows what he's doing. Obviously, he's not an idiot, but... But at the same time, he is extremely socially awkward. I'm like, is it is he just socially awkward or is he a sociopath? We don't know. Yeah. But well, anyway. he definitely knows how to say the right things to her to get her attention. At the same time, but anybody that ends up in that kind of a uh, argument between like him and Noah, it's just they're both extremely mature. Also, yeah, I mean. Like, age, no grown-ass man should be talking to each other like that and getting that kind of middle school drama. Age doesn't always mean everything, no. but Bennett's, what, 36? Is he 36 or 39? I can never remember. He's up there, and Noah's, like, 25. It's like, you're really picking a fight with a fucking 25-year-old nurse, male nurse? Come on. No, but it's not even that. <laughs> it's like, if you're too serious about meeting the woman that you want to spend the rest of your life... And you can't even be surrounded by another man and have distancy. Because even if Noah is immature, Bennett definitely went to his level or vice versa. And I don't know. Yeah. But the I, point is, it's just like, who I does think that? Here's, here's my analysis of the situation. Noah, I don't think Noah's doing anything wrong necessarily, um he's maybe stirred the pot a little bit but like he's young he's trying to get attention he's trying yeah. to win Tasha's attention that's what they all are trying to do and he's definitely not playing by the typical you know unwritten rules of the show um but I don't think he's like he hasn't done I don't think he's done anything like blatantly malicious well I usually and I think that but because of the moves that he has made in past episodes makes him an easy target for people like Bennett to try to make it seem, you know, to cause drama and make it seem like he's the problem when Bennett is actually a fucking crazy psycho. Well, in my opinion, in my never to be humble opinion, um, I always feel like what were those words you just said? (laughs) (laughs) In my effort to be that's what I heard. My never to be humble opinion. I always question anybody that goes on the shows simply because this has been going on for years. People know that once you've been to that show, you can make a name for yourself. Yeah. You can develop a career. And there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. No. So I question their intentions going there. Like, did they really go there with the intention of finding their wife or their husband? Or it's an opportunity. And maybe it's both. But some guys, you can tell that at some point on the show they become serious and they actually like, okay, yeah, this, can, seems this real. could work. 
But like with Noah and Bennett, I think they were both there. Like, you know, they're, they were trying in, to they make a name for themselves. They weren't in competition or trying to prove that they cared about Tasha. They were trying to see which one could stay on the show longer so that they could Yes, they were competing with each other. And you know what? And it worked because look at us. I actually remember those fools' names. And I don't remember anybody <laughs> else's names. So it worked. It worked. Shit. Whether you like it or not. Hot take. Yeah. So um, a note I wanted to make is that I noticed that Noah's facial hair is growing out. And albeit patchy, it looks much better than the mustache. And for a second, I was kind of attracted to him. Um, and then I saw it from the side and noticed how patchy it was. And I was like, never mind. Um, <laughs> so. He's a man child. Yeah. I mean, he's just a child. He's 25 years old. Like, he's got some growing up to do. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a bad guy. I no, just think no. He's but I think he's like you know. Oh, she's a, he's a shit stirrer. I can appreciate yeah. that. True. <laughs> um, okay, so Tasha talks to both of them. She seems like she could not be fucking bothered. She's also dead in the eyes at this she point. She should have sent both of them home. That's what I wrote down. I said like, she honestly needs to send them both I home. I like her, but I thought it was very mature of her to even sit down and have that conversation with them. Like, why are you wasting your time? You're looking for a husband. Would you even think about marrying either one of those guys? Just send them home. Not to mention at this point, we have, what, three weeks left of the show and she still has like 12 guys. I'm like, bitch, you got to start axing these motherfuckers. I wasn't questioning her integrity. <laughs> but I am now. <laughs> oh my okay, god! Just kidding. If you're so, listening, I love you, babe. <laughs> yeah, Tasha Adams is listening to my podcast. <laughs> Never oh. know. <laughs> okay. Um, I appreciate you putting that into existence, though. That's yeah. cute. Um, so Tasha sends Bennett home, and then we see. Before she walks back into the room where Noah is, we see Noah down an entire box of Tic Tacs, which seemed a little <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> he was he, he was he ready. was cocky. He yeah. thought she was just gonna come back and kiss him, and that she chose him. You thought that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. He thought, oh, I won, you lost. Immature. Again. Yeah. So she comes out, and he's got this shit-eating grin on his face, <laughs> just downed a box of tic an entire box of Tic Tacs, thinking he's oh. about to make out with her. And she's like, no, 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 not so fast. She's like, she's like, listen, wipe that smile off your face. This isn't this isn't the Noah show, which (laughs) bravo, Tasha. Yeah, but she still kept him there, though. So, well, listen, this is something we always have to consider is that, number one, we don't see everything. And number two. True. It's a reality TV show. They got to make it entertaining. Yeah, but we see Spencer like if the entire and she thing, sends him home and keeps knowing what's wrong. If the entire thing was actually genuine, nobody would fucking watch it because it would be boring as hell. True. So let's just keep that into consideration. Yeah. So keep that. Take that into consideration. Whatever you know what I mean. Keep that in perspective. I don't know. What are those words that you okay. just said? All right. Okay. <laughs> so. So she doesn't give Noah the rose, but she's like, okay, well, I can't give you the rose, but see you later. And he just kind of sits there like, what just happened? Am I staying? Am I going? Should I stay or should I go? Um, He stays. (laughs) And then it seems like immediately after that, they go into the rose ceremony. Okay, but here's the question. How much, how many boxes of mint (laughs) did they bring into the show? I want to know. 
I mean, if he's downing an entire box in one sitting, I'm assuming he went to Costco and loaded up. That's kind of interesting. He, th- he thought of that. He became prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably good for her because honestly, I wonder sometimes about bad breath. Oh my God. That's Can such a imagine? thing for me. Like, yeah. I, okay, since, since you brought up bad breath, I just have to give you guys a little, uh, a little tidbit if you will, about one of the guys that, I mean, later on, we find out that he gets sent home, but we'll get there. <clears throat> but the, there's a guy on the show. Um, his name's Damar, if you're watching the show. Damar? Damar? I'm not sure. Damar? Um, he's the he's the uh, spin instructor from Arizona. Kind of has like a oh, yeah, Eurohawk haircut. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very attractive, and I think he has a great personality, but he looks exactly like this guy I hooked up with who had such a stinky, musty-ass dick that that's all. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, let's move on to the next one. That's all I can think about every time I look at him. (laughs) Why would you say that? It's Nobody so, needs to know that. It's so distracting every time. He looks distracting. Just like Run. Run the other way. Well, I did, obviously, oh, okay. but I'm just saying. I'm sure Damar smells nice oh, and my God. has good okay, hygiene. Okay, let's move on. Let me finish my story. This is my show. And anyway. did it smell like a rotten avocado? <laughs> no, it smelled like rotten mothballs. It was disgusting. It smelled like joke. what you would imagine. No, I got it. It sounded like it smelled like what you would imagine, like someone like running oh, five God. miles, not taking Why? a shower, and then putting their balls directly in your face. So just sit, sit with that for a second. Uh, <laughs> that's what Damar De- looks exactly like this guy so sorry Damar hope you're not listening to this I'm sure you smell nice <laughs> I hope the other guy is not listening to this whoever no, he was he's not. Um, okay so we go straight into the cock uh, yeah the cocktail to party, the cocktail party. <laughs> straight into the cock baby um, we go straight into the cocktail party from the two-on-one Bennett getting sent home, which that was like a whole weird thing. He was very like, are you sure? Like, da-da-da. I'm like, just leave. Just get out. Um, so we sh- – Taisha walks into the room with all the guys. She seems completely exhausted, which I really don't blame her. What a mess. And they all, you know, grab their drinks. Riley hands her a drink um, initiates a cheers between everyone and then he immediately pulls her away to go talk um, and this little part where Riley is with Tasha at the cocktail party and he's like I know you love surprises I've got a surprise for you which I'm like okay this is starting off good cute that he like put in some extra effort to do something for her and then he goes well, it's our one week anniversary of being boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm like, <sighs> sick. I'm like, I'm so cringed out right now. He's like, I got us a cake and da 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 da. I'm just like, ew. Why couldn't you just be like, I don't know. It, it started also, off. So if he ends up with her, is he going to do that every week? Right. Like <laughs> what kind of, what kind of like expectation are you setting up for yourself here? So. 
Um, I mean, to their credit, they're stuck in this house. I mean, what else can they no, do? They can't go anywhere. Okay, well, or do what anything. I was going to say is it started off really cringy. And then I was like, okay, it's cute. And I'm thinking to myself, if I was in her position and there's all these guys and like someone is going out of their way to do something extra, even if it's a little cringy, like I probably would appreciate it and think it was really sweet. But as a viewer, I wanted to gag. So, well, that happens a lot in that show as a viewer, though. That's very true, and that's why we love it. Um, <laughs> so then next is Zach. Zach pulls her aside, gives her a little framed photo from their one-on-one date last week. By the way, I really miss Chris because he, Chris Harris. Oh, Dark Lord Harrison. Because <laughs> it's the highlight of the show. I only watched to see him, and he hasn't been yeah, there. Yeah, it's definitely the energy is different without uh, Chris Harrison uh looming over everything <laughs> i mean the guy okay my favorite part i know this didn't happen in this episode but Keep my down, lady. favorite yelling. part of this entire show is when that guy what's his name no one was doing the mask on today oh what well, let's wait till the end we'll talk about it at the end no but it wasn't on this show it was in the previous show when he's no, looking for one, her it was like a blooper no he was looking for her and he ended up on chris Harris. oh oh, oh ed yeah, Ed, when he ends up in Chris Harris' room, and he's so, like, starstruck. And that was so bizarre. He ends up just sitting there like, talking talk about, to the whole time. Talk about socially awkward. <laughs> and Chris is just getting into it and just like. Ed and Bennett oh are basically gosh. two peas in a pod. They both no, need to No, I love Ed. He cracks me you up. You love Ed? Yeah, his personality. I think he's funny. Okay, well. I mean, funny, not trying to be funny. (laughs) He's funny looking, (laughs) but he's also funny without trying to be funny. Like, we're not laughing with him. We're laughing at him. (laughs) (laughs) But that scene of him sitting in the room with Chris, I was just like, oh, my God, this is the best. Yeah, that was... Last week was quite an episode. Was it last week or was yeah, it Yeah, he was ago? so excited. Like, he was coming in his pants. He was like, I'm with Chris Did Harris. you just say he was coming in his pants? <laughs> well, you said worse. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so. It's an adult podcast. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Do I need to take your temperature? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so uh, Ben, okay, this part, so Ben grabs her next and they have their little, um, you know, five minutes together. He grabs what? Tasha. Oh, next. <laughs> he grabs her next. <laughs> Wait, she has two. No, that was when she Claire. She has two next? No, that was when Claire was the bachelorette and that he guy grabs grabbed her. He grabs her next. <laughs> next. Next. Okay, got it, got it. It's like, what? Oh my Benny. god. Okay, so Ben grabs her next, Tasha. And they're making this was so awkward. So they're making out and Ben like pulls away and he's like, We're really bad at this. Oh I'm just like, Ugh, why would you say that? She's like, Well, you have to put your lips here and I'm just like, I'm sorry, but if you have to teach a grown ass man how to make out okay, with you properly. You missed the whole entire point of that. He was trying to be killed like, Oh, we're really bad at this, we need to practice more. Like was we need that to what kiss. It was? Oh yeah. But she didn't get it either. She goes, She thought he was that he really meant okay, it. Well, like, I was on Tasha's side. I didn't get it either. I was like, Well, I uh, got it. This is awkward. Yeah, he was like, Oh, we're really, really bad at this. Like, in other words, we need to do this more. Oh, like he was being 
being like yeah and she actually took it literally and tried to teach him how to so did so did i apparently so i kind of backfired him because she probably thought he was really bad at it i know i that's i heard that i was bad i think i was i was trying to like quickly write notes down as we were watching the show so i just like heard him say it and i was like that's really weird why would you say that okay the brazilian girl got it <laughs> what am i i mean like the non english speaking non-native english speaking person got it oh my gosh okay so then she has some one-on-one time with brendan uh she is clearly obsessed with him i can't blame her he's I swear he Is gets that the guy from Massachusetts? Massachusetts. <laughs> what? How do you say, say it that? again? Massachusetts. That's Massachusetts, everybody, <laughs> Massachusetts. if you were wondering. <laughs> yeah, that. I can never say that word. Yes. Um, and I swear he gets hotter every week. At first, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. And now I'm like, okay, he's hot. I just think he has a really sexy voice and accent. Yeah, it's like his like he's very sensual. He's like very sensual. Like a male Demi Moore. And he's not (laughs) Why are are you moving around like that? (laughs) A male Demi Moore? The fuck? That raspy sexy voice. No. Well, never mind. Anyway. You're too young. Um, their chemistry is hot, hot fire. It definitely comes through the screen. Um, and <clears throat> I'm calling it right now. I think top two is going to be Zach and Brendan. Which I, one? Which one is Zach again? Zach is the older one. The one that used to have like the substance abuse issues. Mm. I think that's going to be the top two. But I think I... I I'm predicting that Brendan takes it all. I mean, I just don't really see how she could end up with anybody else. Well, Brendan and what is the name of the other guy? The one that had to have a conversation with her. Uh, Ben. Ben. Yeah, I think, she I likes think ben. top three is going to be Ben, Zach, and Brendan. Yes. Yes. Hometowns, I think, is going to be... She those... better have an epidural if she has a baby with Bandol. <laughs> See the size of his head? Yeah, he does have a big <laughs> head. Um, I think hometowns, my prediction for hometowns is Zach, Brendan, Ben, and I think it's it's a toss-up between Riley and Ivan, but I think it might Who's be Ivan? Ivan. Ivan's the mixed uh, guy. Okay, He's, okay. Is he Filipino and black? I can't remember. He's a cute one. What? Anyway. um, (laughs) Anyway. um, So, yeah. And then. So at the end of the cocktail party, we see that uh, Zach and Ben already have roses. And from last week. And there's only five roses to give out at the rose ceremony, which means. Aside from Bennett, who's already gone home, that means that three guys are going home. So they start the rose ceremony, and here's who gets roses in order. Brendan, Riley, Blake, who I'm not sure how he is still there, but he is. Don't think I've seen them talk to is each other at Canadian? all. Is it a Canadian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that Ivan, looks like Overeen Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> so Brendan, Riley, Blake, Ivan, and Noah, in addition to Ben and Zach, who already had roses... 
And then that means that Damar, Spencer, and Ed are sent home. And honestly, I'm a little sad that she chose Noah over Spencer because Spencer... Wait, Ed went home? Yeah. Oh, crap. I didn't realize that. And he didn't even get to say bye to Chris Harris' son. Chris Harrison. <laughs> Chris Harris. His, his buddy. They're probably texting. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. So... <clears throat> Like I was saying, I'm a little bummed out that she chose Noah over Spencer because Spencer would have been better to look at for another week. But, but you know what? Are. I don't even know what he sounds like because I don't think he ever. Yeah, talked. he like he came in really hot because he was one of the four guys that came in when Tasha took over. Like he was one oh, of the new ones, yeah. and he came in really hot. Like, and I don't mean like his appearance. I mean like he like came in kind of swinging, and then after that. We didn't really see or hear much about him. Maybe so. he wasn't into her. Yeah, I, it didn't really seem like there was a, there was much going on there. He seems like a fi- like he seems like an okay guy. I bet we'll see him in paradise because he's so hot. Um, so row ceremony's over. We've got seven guys left. So next the next week is supposed to be hometowns, which means next. Next week, we're going to see three more guys go home and then hometown dates. So, um, so Jojo comes in, who is temporarily taking over for Chris Harrison. And immediately I notice Noah's sleeveless hoodie he's wearing. And I'm annoyed because it's ugly and I hate it. And they're in the desert. I'm like, what do you do? You think that putting a hoodie on with no sleeves is going to make it. What are you? That's going to be the clip for. (laughs) (laughs) Sweaty. Oh, my God. Don't you do it. Oh, my God. Anyway, I hated his sweater. I'm bothered. That's my bothered thing for the week. Um, So Jojo brings in a date card. Ben gets a one-on-one date. And... She makes the announcement about hometowns. Zach basically starts bawling and says that he's, you know, really nervous about it. And it's very serious to him. He's very close with his family. Uh, He's been through a lot, which we, you know, have heard over the last couple episodes, uh, which I I have been kind of undecided about how I feel about Zach up until now. Um, But I, I think I'm starting to like him more. I don't know. There's no, something. There's something about him that I don't like either. I don't know what it is. He's not my favorite, but I don't. I, I don't know. I think I'm indifferent, but leaning more towards starting to like him. Um, but maybe it's just because I like when a man is comfortable showing his emotions in front of other people. That could be it. Um. So Ben goes to meet Tasha for their one-on-one and Jojo comes riding up with a helmet that is not fitting her properly and it's practically sliding off her head. She should have just not worn one at all. And, uh, no, no I didn't see that part. I was looking on my phone. Yeah, I know. I was Um, playing bejeweled. (laughs) Oh my God. You're the worst. (laughs) So. Jojo rides up on her scooter and tells Tasha and Ben that she has set up a little scavenger hunt for them and they have to get on scooters in the 120 degree sun and go scooter around the resort to find clues to, to go to whatever this date is that she has set up for them. So uh, they're, they're going around and like, I, I, I'm so, I'm so torn about Ben because last week, during last week's episode, 
he he says and does things that are really groundbreaking for the show and and brings up conversations that we haven't seen on the show like ever um, that are really important. But then there's also other things that kind of irk me about him a little bit. Um, I think he's I think he's just really in his head. And like he was explaining his upbringing about we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But my point is, I think he's a lot in his head. Yeah. That's why he's really concerned about how he presents himself. So he's always really thinking everything everything through. And so some, sometimes it comes out a little bit stiff stiff and not genuine. But I think he's pretty genuine. Yeah, no, I think he is too. But like, like I'm saying, like last week when he like got naked in front of everybody and out, kind of out of nowhere and was like, sharing that he struggled with an eating disorder for many years and that's why he got into health and fitness but I was like so you had an eating disorder and that's what got you into health and fitness so you're still obsessed with your body and it has to be a certain way for you to be okay with yourself I don't know it kind of just like was a little bit weird to me yeah um and then on this date there it's like he's like constantly looking it's almost like he's so he's so insecure about himself that he's looking constantly looking for a reason to like take his clothes off or like get some sort of validation for his physical appearance, which is understandable. And that's like a real thing that people deal with and do. Um, but it's hard. It's a little bit hard to watch. Um, like for example, they're looking for the clues. They go to the fountain. There's like a clue in the fountain they have to go get. And he just like takes his pants off and she's like, Oh, you're taking your pants off like what you know like just like very and he was like oh yeah well I don't want to get my jeans wet and I'm just like okay it's kind of weird um and then they go on to the next one and they have to like break open all these pinatas to try to find another clue and like the last one he like just takes it and like hulk rips it apart with his bare hip like oh look at my brute strength it's like well to be fair it was really hot and we don't know how long they had been hitting those stupid things i know and maybe he was just like okay i've had enough i know just but like sh- just my perspective of like the yeah. way he presents himself it, it seems very focused on his body and his appearance and his you know physical attributes and i he I'm not saying that's all he has going for him because he's he obviously has shared a lot and has been through a lot, which we find out um, a little bit later um, and from last week as well. But it's just a confusing thing because he seems so one way and then he opens up and you're like, okay, so this is who you really are. But it doesn't seem to kind of come through. Contradict. Contradict. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's a Gemini. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, so anyway, so I was feeling a little bit annoyed by him during the day portion of their date. Not anything major, but I was just kind of like, I don't know about this. And then fast forward to the dinner portion of their one-on-one date, uh, Ben and Taisha walk out. Taisha looks stunning as usual. Ben kind of looks like he's wearing like an oversized shirt he got from his dad that doesn't fit him correctly, but you know, whatever. And <laughs> style choices are questionable. Um, but they're sitting there and Taisha is kind of, you know, trying to get him to open up and he's hesitant and kind of like humming and hawing and finally uh 
finally he opens up to her and lets her know, says, you know, I've never told anyone this before. Not even my sister, who I'm really close to. They're talking about family. And he shares that he, in 2018 and 2019, attempted suicide um, and failed and um, just kind of explained his struggles and what he went through and, and, you know, how his... You know, now that you're saying that, it makes me wonder if he hasn't even been able to open up about those experiences. I wonder if he's even at a place that he should be getting involved in a serious relationship that brings a lot of emotional issues when it seems like he's just now coming out of it and you know like his family doesn't even know that he's been through that so it makes you wonder is that really where you should be right now in 2018 and 2019 it's they just filmed it's 2020 so it's like that was really recent and not to say by any means that somebody who suffers from mental illness or or anything like that no I know I'm just saying like or whatever it is that he was dealing with that that caused him to to try to take his own life um it doesn't mean that he he's not capable of being in a relationship but some i mean that's a that's a lot even for someone to deal with on their own he has processed this enough to be comfortable even sharing with his own family right he mentions that he's been in therapy and and you know trying to pretty fresh though yeah it does it seems really fresh and then to like Like go on to be focusing more and then to go on to this TV show where he is clearly a people-pleasing perfectionist. He's made that pretty clear. Um, and then to go on this TV show where thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are watching you and judging you every week that don't know you. And you're sharing secrets that your family don't even know about. And I don't know. It just seems like yeah, a lot. Yeah, going to be a shock, shocker for his family for sure when they watch this. But... At the same time, though, it is, I think, very commendable that he is opening about those things and that they're actually airing. I mean, there have been more uh, important and impactful conversations happening on this season than have happened on any season, I think, of of the show that I've seen. You know, most of the time it's like, oh, well, you know, like... Um, my dog died and it really affected me, but you know, I think you can really be here to support me and I think you would make a great wife, you know, stupid shit like that. And you know, these, these guys are, have really been through some stuff and are really opening up and, you know, they're putting all these conversations out there for everyone to see that are important. Um, especially when it comes to men, you know, normalizing and bringing light to the fact that men also struggle with body image and eating disorders and, um, you know. But like you said, you can tell that he still has a lot of insecurities and a lot of things that he hasn't processed and that he's still dealing with and trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I think I think right now probably isn't the right time for him to be getting engaged to somebody. But he I do think he's a good guy. And I think that with a little bit more time and, you know, for him to kind of heal and 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 do some more work on. Well, that's just our opinion, too. I mean, of course, everything is just our opinion. We don't know what his process has been. But from watching him, I get this feeling that maybe he is not ready for that yet but he definitely deserves to have that you know and be in that place yeah. eventually yeah so 
And Tasha, as always, is extremely gracious. And she, this was pointed out, I think on maybe on Chatty Broads, that they said they noticed that like she's like a really good listener. Um, and she genuinely seems interested in in hearing what all these guys have to say and she's not constantly looking for a way to interject or to talk about herself or yes yeah, so i like that um, about her yeah which is really refreshing to watch because it's really frustrating and cringy to see other people you know they're sh- they're pouring out their heart and souls and then you're just like looking for a way to interject and relate when like what you're talking about doesn't even relate to whatever the person's telling you anyway so that was just a note I just wrote down is that Tasha is really gracious and a good listener. And I think she's doing an excellent job as a lead. I'm still annoyed that her season is getting gypped because it started off with Claire. But it is what it is. I'm glad we have her now. So they go. They have a little private concert with, I wrote down the name, Adam Hambrick. Adam Hambrick is the artist. Never heard of him in my life, but I'm obsessed. I need to download his music immediately. It was really good. So they get their little private show. And Taisha, while they're dancing, they play a little clip of her interview. And she says, I truly love Ben. And I'm like, what does this mean? You're in love with him. You love him as a person. I think she meant I really tr- love his heart and what the kind of person he is. I don't think she meant I'm falling in love with him. Yeah, well, she drops the L-bomb a lot in this episode. So who really knows? I'm just like, what the heck? Ben Higgins caught so much flack for being basically the first one to tell two people he loved them. I think there's a difference of saying... I'm in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. Or I truly love Ben. Like I love Ben. I never met him. That doesn't mean I'm in love with him. No, I know. But I'm I just... think the way she said came across that way to me. Like he's a good person. He's got a good heart. He's a good guy. You know, I think that's what she meant. But I don't know. Maybe she's in love with him. I mean, I wouldn't I mean, blame does, her if she was. She does say later on that she is falling in love with multiple men. So, I mean, shit. Yeah, but I think specified. she meant Massachusetts and... Brandon and Zach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, they finish their date. And then we're back at the house with all the guys. And they bring in another date card. It's for a group date. So, um, they... I can't I didn't write down who all was on the date. Was that um, with the lie detector date? Yeah, it was. That was the best group date, in my opinion. It was Riley, Brendan, Noah. By the way, can you buy one of those machines? That one with those lie detectors? Is that huh? really? Is that for real or is it just? I have no idea. They, they just manipulate because the show already I, knows everything about them. I don't know. Because those little lights going on, that was a little weird. But if it's for real, I would like to have one. Right. Every person you date, I'm going to make you sit down there and ask some questions. Bro. Have you ever cheated? And I'm going to go a step. And I'm not talking about middle school. I'm talking about as an adult. Um. Anyway. Uh. Spoiler alert. The group date is they all go into this room and take a polygraph test. Um. And... I feel like they should have done the same questions for all the guys, but they didn't, which was kind of annoying. But we don't know that because they could have added it. They could have asked the same questions. We just don't know. But some of the questions like 
felt like they were like very specific. Maybe I'm not remembering that correctly, but yeah, anyway, know. specific like to each person. But anyway, um, I made a note that when Tasha comes and greets the guys before they start the date, she kind of looks like um, black Regina George in her little skirt and tank top and jewelry and her little shoes. Who's Regina George? From Mean Girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's not a bad thing. Regina George is hot. Um, so is Tasha. So anyway, so they're doing these polygraph tests. There's a couple answers from a couple of the guys that she's kind of iffy about and they're all like sweating. And honestly, I would be too. Like just, just the thought that you're going to answer a question and the test could not be accurate or like, it'll say you're lying even if you're not. Yeah. Stressful. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to see. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. So they well, go. Well, the th- best question was, "What is your name?" Oh yeah. So <laughs> so Riley sits down and and it asks, "What's your name?" And he says, "Devin Riley something." I can't remember. And then it said he was lying, and she was like, "What? That's so weird. Like, why would you lie about your name or whatever?" <laughs> so funny. So they go to the night portion of the group date where she wants to talk to the guys about their answers and she pulls Zach aside first and is confronting him about the fact that um, one of his questions was have you ever cheated and he said yes and okay he gave the whole story about I cheated in middle school I French kissed this girl but in the back of my head I'm thinking is that what he was talking about? Or when she said, I once a cheater, I was a cheater, and I don't put up with that. I wonder if he just made that up. And he right. Really well, Tasha is going on and on about how she doesn't tolerate cheating. She won't date cheaters. Once a cheater, always a cheater, which honestly, I don't know if I buy that. But that's just my own personal opinion. Um, but so, you know, there's all this buildup. They go sit down and Zach, like, makes this elaborate story about oh i was dating this girl and i went to the we went to a bowling alley and i met this other girl and i french kissed her and blah 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 and taisha's like sitting there like what and then he's like yeah we were in sixth grade we're like what the fuck yeah i don't that's why i don't know about him yeah, I but it. if he's lying and he did shit on somebody, I hope she's waiting at his home town visit to tell Tisha about it. Well, I wrote down on my notes that I don't buy it, which I mean, he's he's had a crazy past. Like if he had cheated on it someone been understandable. or whatever. Yeah, it would have been like, you know, I also who thinks of that? If you're taking a lie detector, you're going to think that that was really cheating when you were in sixth grade. Yeah, I don't know. That was it's, that was very mm, weird. I don't. Questionable. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying it. But also, maybe that's why he's crying. He knows what's gonna be waiting him at the hometown. Oh my god! <laughs> because she already told him that she doesn't date cheaters. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> well, their little one-on-one time in the night portion of the group date ends with him with Zach telling Tasha he's falling in love with her, and she immediately reciprocates. Did you miss that? No, I saw that. Yeah, so I think that's our first official I'm falling in love with you from from Tasha. 
Uh, there's been a couple other guys who have said it to her, but... But at this point, I know the first time we saw that happen in the show, we're like, oh my god. But isn't that what she's supposed to be doing? Falling in love with them? Yeah. But it's just usually, it, traditionally, they hold we don't, yeah, back. they hold back a little bit more until, usually at least until hometowns. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, I'm, I mean, if it's genuine. It's 2020. If it's genuine and they, she really feels that way, then more power to her. Um, but it's, I think it's going to cause some tension and some drama in the future, you know, because all these guys are still some tension on the reunion. That's for sure. Oh Lord, I cannot wait for the men (laughs) tell all. Holy shit. Um, okay. So they have their little moment. Then she wants to talk to Riley, which that whole situation was so confusing to me. I still don't get it. So. He's like, there's all this buildup about, you know, why he, he lied very about his name. About it. He's crying. He's like breaking down. And I'm like, what is going on? So they start talking and he kind of tells, tells Tasha, okay, this is my given name, uh, Dwayne Henderson Jr. after his dad. And the way he was explaining it was very vague. And he basically said that his dad was his best friend they, you know, were very close. And then he said something about he took some things from my mom that he shouldn't have. And he got sole custody. And for 22 years, I didn't see my mom. We didn't have a relationship. I resented her, yada, 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 but didn't really say why. It was all very kind of confusing. And so basically, it sounds like he then reached out to his mom when he was older and they reconciled their relationship and he decided he wanted to have a fresh start. And There's then, a whole lot more to that story, but yeah, he course. clearly wasn't comfortable sharing it on camera, but I'm sure he'll talk to Tasha about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so well, he I'm says, sure we can Google and find out now, but he wanted to too. change his name legally um, to have some sort of fresh start, whatever. So that was the whole thing with the name. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think until like if I think he's holding still holding back because he's like, well, if I'm not even going to go to hometowns, I don't want to share all this stuff with someone and then just get sent home, which no, is it's, totally understandable. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty deep to whatever it happened there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So they get to the end. She's, you know, telling all the guys she appreciates them, yada, yada, yada. And, oh, by the way, the 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 dress she was wearing in the group date the night portion was so hideous. I hated it. It was like this white romper thing with like this huge, like, it looked like something Effie from um, the Hunger Games would wear. All she needed was a big giant um, colonial wig. <laughs> so that's true yeah her her outfits and everything like her wardrobe through her season so far have been fire like on point but uh that dress that she had on tonight too with that it looked like she had a white paper around her and then that purple veil i liked that dress oh no okay well that looked like a middle school sewing project (laughs) Just wrap this white thing around you and then throw this veil over it. 
tie it up here. Yeah, I mean, I liked it, but this, this... I mean, she makes everything look good. There's no question about it. If it was somebody else, you would have seen how hideous it was. But because it was her, she made it work, but... It was a no for me. Yeah, well, the the dress romper two-piece thing she wore at the group day was a no for me. Later yeah. on, when she's in her suite, apparently the little, like, dress part, like, came off. It was a two-piece. I'm like, you should have just worn the romper. It looks so much better. Anyway. Yeah. So she doesn't end up giving out a group date, Rose. She says, you know, she wants some time to think about it. Hometowns are next week. So she wants some time to decide. Because basically, whoever gets the group date, Rose, is guaranteed that they have a hometown date next week. So she doesn't give out a rose, says she needs some more time to think. And then she's leaving to go back to her suite, opens the gate, and surprise, surprise, who's standing there? Bennett, Mr. Square Jaw himself. I'm just so over it. I'm like, boy, get the fuck out of here. I mean, I don't know why she would even bring him back. She's already so uh much farther in the other relationships it wouldn't make any sense for him to be back okay you know what this you know what this but then again she kept noah there which didn't make any sense either well i think that was a producer move i mean yeah probably and he's gonna be easier to let go next week you always have to have one or two guys that you know she doesn't have feelings for so that when it gets down to the nitty-gritty there's at least a couple people there that are going to be easy to send home and she's not going to feel that bad about it and i I kind of like to know more about bennett though because i can't figure him out i can't figure it out if he's really like you know they made it up to be oh he's so smart he's from harvard but the guy can't even spell Or the simple math. And I don't know. He's just strange. Yeah, well, I don't think we need to find out about it on the show. He needs to go home. Anybody who talks like about emotional intelligence and your IQ. Uh yeah, that's that's gonna he's a he's a, a turn down. I can see him being someone who will fucking mansplain the shit out of everything in your relationship. Like forget trying to Tasha's so bubbly and full of life. I cannot um I cannot even think about imagining her ending up with someone like freaking dry bones Bennett. No. Yeah, he should move to DC and become a politician where people write his speeches for him and all he has to do is know how to read it. And wear a good suit. <laughs> Practice before he reads it. But what I was gonna say is that this whole situation with Bennett and Tasha where he comes back and they're talking and whatever reminded me so much of a breakup I went through with a guy I dated for two years who was awful. Um, I ended up breaking up with him and then we got back together shortly after that for a little bit. But it was like in between when I broke up with him and when we ended up getting back together, he turned into a completely different person and was like doing and saying all the right things because it was almost like he couldn't stand that I was the one who had the last word. So it was almost like he, he wanted, had to get back with you so he could break up. with Right. You. He had to get back with me so that then six months later, he could be the one to end things and have the By last the word. Way, what does Bennett do? What is his? And those are the vibes I'm getting from Bennett right now. What does he do? Oh, Bennett, Ben. Okay. <laughs> Let's not do that. But uh, what does he do besides being a graduate from Harvard? I have no idea. 
Yeah, me neither. Now that I think about it. Do they even say? I feel like it always just says went to Harvard on his little name thing. It's like, does he have a job? Are you employed? Trust fund? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. So they're sitting there talking. Ben with Bennett with (laughs) Freudian slip. Bennett, with zero emotion, tells Tasha he's in love with her. I'm like, I am not buying this for one fucking second. What a what a lump on a log. This guy. He so don't boring. have a job to go back to. Why not? Can you so stop he yelling into the stay there longer? Uh, so anyway, tells her he loves her, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And but think about it. That guy she was with on Paradise, he's kind of like him a little bit. John Paul Jones. You're right, actually. Bennett seems like he could be John Paul Jones's like creepy older, uncle. Yeah. So maybe she's attracted to that kind of weirdness. I mean, as a woman who has been cheated on, she was cheated on by her ex-husband, whatever. This is going to sound so bad, but... <laughs> I can understand going through something like that and then wanting to date someone who is just like not even close to being on your level so that you have that little bit of like an a one step up on them. Or you know maybe what I mean? she's thinking nobody's going to want this guy. That's so exactly what I'm saying. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, let me date someone who's like not on my level so that I don't have to worry about them doing anything behind my back, which I know that that's not sound logic, but as somebody who has been cheated on, like I can kind of understand maybe that theory could be a possibility, um, whether it's conscious or subconscious, but, um, I don't know. They show us, that's kind of where they leave us at the end of the episode. Also too, you have to, I think we realize that we don't see a lot of things. I mean, he could have had many conversations with her that we don't even know about. I know. So maybe he's maybe when the cameras are not around, he could be a completely different person. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it took, we always have to take that into consideration. It could be that he's a narcissistic person, or it took a lot of humility for him to come back there. Was that humility though, or was that his ego? Mm, question mark i think it probably had more to do with his ego but like Maybe, i said yeah. i think i might be a little paranoid because of my past experience yeah but, but if if she told him uh get out of here we're done like that he would just be can't twice. let it go yeah she didn't seem it's that heartbroken f- when she sent him home either. it wasn't the fact that she sent him home it was the fact that she kept noah there that bothered him more than anything else yeah i think that i think you're right about yeah. that Really anyway. weird. So that's kind of where we left off. It's kind of a to be continued. They show us a little preview for next week, which, by the way, next week we're getting two episodes. But Monday you know and Tuesday. Wait, I want to meet Bennett's family, though. That would be interesting to see no, where he came from. I'm over from. him. He needs to go. Don't take up okay, any more of our time. Okay, fine. I'll just Google it. What? I just go Google about him, find out everything I want to know about him and his family. Oh, my family. God. So... They show us a little preview for next week, and it seems like she ends up letting him come back, but I guess we'll find out. Um, and that's pretty much it. It looks like it's going to be a, a good one next week. I know. I was just telling you how boring this season has been. What? No, not not a Claire. Claire was weird, but it was not boring. But I thought it was kind of boring. I don't think boring. it's been boring. I thought it's been boring until tonight. It got a little exciting. I don't. Th- I don't agree. But 
Well, anyway, we can agree to disagree. We can disagree. Okay, good night. Stop. We're not done yet. No, we're not done. <laughs> we're you're missing the best part. The best oh, okay. part of the entire episode was the very end when they show the little blooper of Ed of her putting a face I mask. Oh, that's why I thought he was still there. I forgot that. What did, what did he say that we were cracking up laughing about? Did I write it down? Something about a napkin. There. So she's putting a face mask on him. And, oh, my God, I'm so mad I didn't write it down. He said something. It was so funny. And I now I can't. Oh, remember. the Botox comment. Oh, that's right. That's right. So she's so she's so Tasha's putting on like a sheet mask and she's like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, they're talking about skincare routines. And he, he's in an interview with the producer and he goes, yeah, you know, I do some things here and there uh, as far as the skincare goes. And he goes, no, nah, I just go get Botox every three months. <laughs> that's not true i just go get botox every three months i'm like yes king i'm like i didn't like you before but now i think you're funny so i'm sad i think i think it's hilarious you just missed it probably because you weren't paying attention he says little things like that all the time i think i just don't like looking at his face yeah he does have kind of a goofy face doesn't he yeah he's just kind of goofy in general i think yeah, in the beginning, I kind of didn't like him because he was getting into all the drama. But then he just kind of, I don't know, I started liking him. Who was it that he had drama with in the beginning? Uh, I can't even remember anymore. There's yeah. so much There's so much that has happened. Yeah. But anyway, so, wow, look at us. One hour right on the money. Woohoo! First recap in the books. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like I said... Send all the feedback and let us know if you want us to continue doing recaps. I'm not sure. Or if you just want Layla to keep doing the recap. No, it's not fun by myself. That's boring. <laughs> Do I get paid? <laughs> yeah, you're getting paid with my presence. Oh, okay. Posterity. <laughs> and you're... Okay. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> anyway... If you enjoyed this, let us know. If you didn't, also let us know so I don't have to waste my fucking time if no one likes it or cares. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you today. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends. And TGIF, I'll talk to you next Friday. Bye. Bye.